Rock and roll? Never heard of it. I hope so. Most of the music we hear on the mainstream radios today is pop and rap. Rock and roll is not as popular as it used to be. Ever hear a loud guitar and lots of banging on drums in the back of your grandpa's car? Because I have. That was probably rock and roll. For us, it is hard to understand why some people would enjoy that type of music. What is it comparable to the music we listen to today? For instance, we listen to pop and rap, and the older generations wonder what the heck is that crap? And we wonder the same about rock and roll. For the kids of the 1950s and 60s and 70s, rock and roll was their way of expressing themselves and their way out of reality. It brought a new view of music and composition to the United States. Most people have heard of rock and roll, but not, re- but never really gotten the chance to understand what it's about, where it came from, and the social impact it left. Rock and roll was like no other genre of music. Take along and listen to us speak about the great rock and roll 20th century. Rock and roll is a type of popular music that began in the United States in the late 1940s and 1950s. Although rock and roll can be traced back centuries to drum beats in Africa and Celtic folk music in Europe, immigrants from these areas brought their music with them and eventually blended their styles with other styles. Many influences play into rock and roll as it is a mix of different genres and styles of music. The more direct roots are from race music or rhythm and blues and hillbilly music or country western of the 1940s and 1950s. Other important influences consist of blues, jazz, gospel, boogie-woogie, folk, and bluegrass. The United States was a mixing pot for all ethnicities and races. Each different race or ethnicity had a different culture in which they indulged in different forms of music, and when they immigrated to the United States, they brought them with. Once in the United States, these different forms of styles of music were blended into many types of music. The most famous of them all was rock and roll. Interestingly enough, the term rock and roll emerges as code words for sexual intercourse in a blues song. The words rock and roll first appeared on a record in 1922. That record was named My Daddy Rock Me, with one steady roll by Trixie Smith. That went on to inspire other blues songs. Throughout the 1930s, the words were also used to describe rhythms and musical beats. Cleveland DJ and Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee Alan Freed is widely credited with first using the words to describe rhythm and blues music he was playing on the radio. Rock and roll appealed to young listeners, and it often celebrated the joys of being young and the frustrations of the youth. It's kind of comparable to the music we listen to today. Most of the artists that are younger express how hard it is to live in our times, and that's exactly what rock and roll did. Many of the adults during the time did not enjoy rock and roll, and thought of it as a threat to society. By the middle of the 1960s, rock and roll had finally earned wide respect as a real form of art. The dancing of rock and roll was actually what infuriated the parents of the children that were listening to it. Imagine this. Your child comes home from school, bumping, thrusting, grinding, when that was not socially acceptable. Their children were thrusting, bumping, grinding, and twisting to rock and roll music. Rock and roll really separated the difference between youth and adulthood. It was quite a rebellious time for the youth to break their social standards. The youth rebelled against the music their parents loved and sent shockwaves across the United States. Churches went as far as proclaiming rock and roll as Satan's music. Rock and roll was banned from many radio stations and public schools. The white middle class of America opposed rock and roll because it originated from the lower class minorities. One of the many rock and roll criticizers was Frank Sinatra, who was a popular singer in the 1950s and 60s. He was more classic, which meant that the adults would listen to him, and that was really their type of music and what they listened to on the radio. Some of his popular songs include Fly Me to the Moon, My Way, That's Life, and White Christmas. Here's a quote from Frank Sinatra to just explain how 
infuriated this these um people from the adulthood were. Rock and roll is the most brutal, ugly, degenerate, vicious form of expression. Lewd, sly, and plain fact dirty. A rancid smelling aphrodisiac and the martial music of every sideburn delinquent on the face of earth. Frank Knatcha, 1957. of the famous bands and artists of rock and roll. In the 1950s, Buddy Holly had songs like Rayvon and That'll Be The Day. Also in the 1950s was Elvis Presley. He is known as the king of rock and roll. He had songs like Hound Dog and Jailhouse Rock. Another famous artist from the 1950s was Chuck Berry. He has songs like Johnny Be Good and rock and roll music. In the 1960s, Jimi Hendrix had songs like Little Wing and Purple Haze. In the 1960s and 1970s, Bob Dylan had songs like Mr. Tambourine Man and Like a Rolling Stone. Also in the 1960s and 1970s, the Rolling Stones had songs like Satisfaction and Painted Black. Another popular band in the 1960s and 1970s was The Who. They had songs like Pinball Wizard and I Can't Explain. In the 1970s, Pink Floyd had songs like Another Brick in the Wall and Astronomy Domine. Also in the 1970s was Led Zeppelin and they had popular songs like Stairway to Heaven and Whole Lot of Love. In the 1970s and 1980s, Billy Joel had songs like It's Still Rock and Roll to Me and We Didn't Start the Fire. In the 1980s, Journey had songs like Don't Stop Believing and Faithfully. In the 1990s, Nirvana had songs like Smells Like Teen Spirit and Come As You Are. In the 1990s and 2000s, the Red Hot Chili Peppers had songs like Californiafication and Can't Stop. Also in the 1990s and 2000s, Green Day had songs like Boulevard of Broken Dreams and Basket Case. In the 2000s, Smash Mouth had songs like All Star and Walking on the Sun. 2000s and 2010s, Fall Out Boy had songs like Sentries and Uma Therma. In the 2010s, Imagine Dragon had songs like Thunder and Radioactive. There was also female rock artists. Joan Jett had songs like I Love Rock and Roll and Cherry Bomb from the 1970s and 1980s. Stevie Nicks, who was one of the singers of Fleetwood Mac, had songs like Go Your Own Way. Debbie Harry had songs like Call Me and Heart of Glass from the 1970s and 1980s. Patti Smith had songs like People Have the Power and Gloria from the 1970s. 1960s and 70s, there was a British invasion. That was when there was a lot of British artists making rock and roll songs. In the 1960s, the Beatles had songs like Hey Jude and I Want to Hold Your Hand. Also in the 1960s were the Yardbirds. They had songs like Heart Full of Soul and Shapes of Things. In the 1960s, the Zombies had songs like Time of the Season and She's Not There. Also in the 1960s were Herman's Hermits. And they had songs like A Kind of Rush and I'm Into Something. In the 1970s, Queen had Bohemian Rhapsody and We Will Rock You. In the 1970s and 1980s, Elton John had songs like Rocket Man and Tiny Dance. There's also a lot of one-hit wonder songs. A one-hit wonder is when an artist makes one popular song and then does not make any others. Some of those include Kung Fu Fighting by Carl Douglas in 1974 and Video Killed the Radio Star by The Buggles in 1980. Whip It by Devo in 1980, Flagpole by Harvey Danger in 1997, and You Get What You Give by New Radicals in 1998. You ain't nothing but a hound. was written by Jerry Lieber and Mike Schroeder. The 12-bar blues song was written after a vocal practice with Willie Mae, Big Mama, Thornton. 
They wrote it especially tailored to her personality, which Stroller later remarked that she was a brusque and badass woman. He was later interviewed by Rolling Stone magazine and said that she was a wonderful blues singer with a great moaning style, but it was as much her appearance as her blues style that influenced the writing of Hound Dog and the idea that he wanted her to growl it. Hound Dog was written in 12 minutes in the back of a car on the way to a vocal practice. It was published on August 13, 1952, and four years later, Elvis Presley recorded it in July of 1956. Elvis Presley's version was more popularized and is considered one of the best rock and roll songs and is still one of the most all-time selling singles. Here is a short clip of Elvis Presley's Hound Dog. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. song Johnny Be Good is an autobiographical song about his early days in New Orleans. The song goes on about a country boy that is illiterate but can play the guitar like ringing a bell and wants his name in the lights when he's older. The song is composed of Beria on vocals and guitar, Lafayette Leak on the piano, Willie Dixon on double bass, and on drums is Fred Bella. The opening riff of Johnny Be Good is regarded as one of the greatest guitar riffs in rock and roll history but it is actually a no-for-note copy of Louis Jordan's song, Ain't That Just Like a Woman. I'll play the two songs side by side for you. of getting Johnny B. Good on the radio, Chuck originally had the word colored boy changed to country boy because of the racial prejudices some people still had. The Line by Johnny Cash was written backstage of one of his shows in only 20 minutes. He was recently married and laying out his pledge of devotion, seen from the lines, quote, Because you're mine, I walk the line. I keep you on my mind both day and night, end quote. He wrote it for his first wife, Vivian, so she could trust him on the road, seen by the line, quote, I find myself alone each day is through, end quote. 
He didn't keep the promise of walking the line, though, because when he first saw Jimmy Carter, his second wife, he told her, I'm Johnny Cash, and I'm going to marry you someday. While making the song, Johnny Cash said that he was inspired for the unique chord progression by backwards playback of guitar runs on his tape recorder. He was later asked why he hums during the song, and he said that it's so he can find the key to sing it. The song goes through many key changes in between verses. In fact, the last verse is reprised of the first verse, but almost a whole octave lower. He also used to put a piece of paper underneath the strings of his guitar so he could imitate a snare drum while playing.